focusing mostly on the light or the rights of people living with disability and you know the people living with disabilities not just one disability disabilities and it's a special sponsored program and today to look at varieties of questions bordering around the circle but let me start properly uh, because my way of introduction my um, leave a cue or leave out one or two things I'm going to introduce them properly and then we'll have this conversation immediately after now. Are you there? Are you ready for us today? Because I am very ready. Dear leader, dear political leader, whatever position at federal, state or local government, remember that democracy is government of the people, for the people and by the people and persons with disabilities are people too. Protect the rights of persons with disabilities by ensuring disability mainstreaming in your agenda. Make and implement existing laws and build an inclusive society for all. A better and progressive Nigeria is an inclusive Nigeria. A better and progressive state is an inclusive state. Think inclusion, plan inclusion and be inclusive. This message is brought to you by Faker Foundation, supported by Disability Rights Fund as part of Disability Rights Initiative. Dear leader, dear political leader, whatever position at federal, state or local government, remember that democracy is government of the people, for the people and by the people, and persons with disabilities are people too. Protect the rights of persons with disabilities by ensuring disability mainstreaming in your agenda. Make and implement existing laws and build an inclusive society for all. A better and progressive Nigeria is an inclusive Nigeria. A better and progressive state is an inclusive state. Think inclusion, plan inclusion and be inclusive. This message is brought to you by Faker Foundation, supported by Disability Rights Fund as part of Disability Rights Initiative. Disability Rights Initiative Program Coming to you live every third Thursday of the month on Wish FM 99.5 by 10.30 a.m. This program is brought to you by Faker Foundation and her partners. Disability rights are human rights too. Disability Rights Initiative Program Dream. We, we, do, we need no uh, much introduction again. Fake Care Foundation uh, that is a very 
accommodation that caters to the needs of people living with disability. And I have uh, the the if you call her the ceo if you call her the major representative of fake care foundation angela njoko uh fake freaky andrew sn this morning right here in the studios uh you're welcome oh thank you my name is freaky address oh okay freaky andrew sn and uh uh, we also have Angela Njoko right here in the studios. Angela, you're welcome. All right, you will might want to speak up a bit so we can hear you properly uh, this morning. Uh, we're starting off without wasting any more of our time this morning. Uh, Frankie Andrew, I'm going to start with you uh, this morning. I'm going to start with you this morning. Uh, when we talk about fake care, what are we talking about? Uh, uh, somebody, somebody might think that uh, it's um, uh, in name of a fridge or something. So I, I want better explanations. Okay, so fake care is an acronym for Freki Andresian Care Foundation, and it is a non-profit organization with a vision to add value to the lives of target or vulnerable groups as an organization we have identified to work with orphans of vulnerable children, persons with disabilities, um, youth and the less privileged in society. And one of the things that we do is bringing a variety of programs targeted at different vulnerable groups, programs and projects. And this is one of such, which is targeted at um, 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 persons with disabilities. So FACARE is a non-profit organization or NGO as they would call. Mm. We fall into the third sector and we've been in existence since 2013. Really? Yes. And we celebrated our 10th anniversary this year ensuring that we provide step gap support services to these vulnerable groups that we have identified to add value to their lives. Mm, and I, I wonder, uh, I've wondered why uh, we're so laudable uh, and the very uh, heightened uh, service to humanity why it, it hasn't come to light yet until uh, I think people like the person talking to you haven't heard about fake care but I, I'm glad that we're here now I'm glad that we're doing uh, what we're doing now uh, we, we, if you talk about people living with disabilities you also talk about the disability right initiative projects yes uh, what, what is that about okay so like I said and you keep hearing me saying persons with disabilities there's mm. no living within that structure, yes. uh, that's a cue. So um, one of the things that we do is we create programs um, based on needs, based on our different thematic areas to um, uh, um, directly target uh, the different groups that we work with. And one of such groups is persons with disabilities. And one of the things that we started was what we call Disability Rights Initiative Project. And that project is um, a program where we build the capacity of persons with disabilities to advocate for their rights in society. Focusing on River State this, um, this uh, particular time and being on DRIP allows us to also create a lot of awareness as regards disability rights and issues around disabilities. So Disability Rights Initiative Project is to build the capacity of persons with disabilities um, in Nigeria, specifically in River State, to advocate for protection and advancement of the rights of persons with disabilities. Uh, we have a niche where we see nothing about us without us. So this is a program that um, 
enables us to do that. We also are able to bring a lot of information and education to the general public around statutory laws that protect the rights of persons with disabilities and different uh, lifestyle mm. issues around disability. So it's all disability. If we keep talking about disabilities, mm. I, I please, I would want you to explain to us who is uh, a person living with disability because the person listening to us might not know. We want to break it down. Okay, so what we have also done is ensure that because we're coming with monthly episodes, so we have curated the programs to cater to different topics. And today, being the first episode on which FM 99.5, our focus is understanding disability. So um, in answering your first question, it would be okay if I explain what disability is before I hit on who a person with disability is. Okay. Again, cause be remove living from your vocabulary. So disability, in understanding disability, there is a document that we use within the disability community, uh, a document that we'll speak to in later episodes, and it's called the United Nations Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. And why is that important? Because it defines disability in the context of development in the context of interaction of persons with disabilities with the environment and other factors. So in describing or defining disability according to the UNCRPD, it is an umbrella term, and you rightly said, not disability, but disabilities. And um, what it does is that's an umbrella term for impairments, activity limitation, and participation restriction. Three key aspects. Why? Because it doesn't stop at defining disability as just an impairment. Because a lot of times people just focus on disability as a health condition or a challenge. Mm. But it takes it beyond that to say when that impairment interacts with societies, let's say the environment, let's say personal factors, and the person's activities are limited, the person's um, participation is restricted, then disability has happened. Okay. So it takes the definition of disability or our understanding of disability further from just being a health condition. Mm. Because this is something that is um, long-term for most persons. And understanding that beyond just the obvious impairment and you focus on how it interacts. So for example, I want to enter into a place um, disability is aggravated if in my interaction with the environment there's no accessibility. Mm. And so um, I cannot assess that place on equal basis with others. Now that is disability okay. because we must begin to understand it. And that definition is so key to us because it takes the responsibility of ensuring that we remove barriers to disability on everyone. So because, I mean, if a person has an obvious impairment and you're focused on trying to heal the person and that doesn't come through, does that automatically mean that that person should be excluded from society? The answer is no. So in bringing that conversation and bringing that um, definition, according to the UN CRPD, where we happen on that interaction with the, of the impairment, with environmental factors, with personal factors that will cause activity limitation and participation restriction for that person, where the person is not able to enjoy life on all aspects of life mm. when society fails to uphold and ensure that that individual who is a key part of the citizenry is part of the conversation then we begin to see disability has happened okay so if, if, I, 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 god help me please yes. take away the leaving yes, uh, and I out can of the conversation. Why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I understand i i, I just leave because a, a dead man uh, does not we shouldn't be talking about uh, disability now if you can explain to us mm types of disabilities, especially those prevalent here in Niger, because uh, this is where we are. Uh, can you please tell us types of disabilities that we're, we're looking at prevalently? Okay, I can do that. But um, I like doing something because we're here to build capacity. I'm here with Angela. 
So I would like Angela to just speak to types of disabilities. Okay. Go ahead, yeah. We have different types of disabilities. We have the physical type. We have the neurological type. We have the a psychosocial type. We have the physical type. Okay. We have the intellectual type. Okay. We have the neural type. Mm. We have the sensory disability. Okay. Um, so to elaborate on that, so when we talk about physical disabilities, you're speaking to a person who has an obvious physical challenge, so mobility impairment. And why we're talking about types of disabilities is very important because I've seen people in high-ranking positions who erroneously say, oh, I would rather not call you persons with disabilities. I'll call you physically challenged. Okay. And then we automatically tell them that what you have done is that in insisting you have uh, disenfranchised a whole group of persons. Mm. Uh-huh. So there are types of disabilities, and this categorization is based on impairment. So we have physical, um, so a person who has polio, a person who has maybe spinal cord injury, amputation, different types. Then we have the psychosocial. Psychosocial disability is something that has really come into the um, forefront because it's also called an invisible disability. Okay. A lot of times, how, 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 because um, since we have psychosocial disability. Mm. Uh, people that fall under the spectrum of depression, so from manic depression or bipolar disorder, they have now been categorized as persons with disabilities. So the person you would see, but you may not know that the person has a disability. In fact, there was a whole argument as to whether it was really a disability, but they have been categorized. If it is clinically diagnosed that you are a person with psychosocial disability, and then we have intellectual disability. And this has a lot to do with learning disabilities. Mm. So you have children who have um, cerebral palsy, children who have Down syndrome, um, those types of disabilities that may cause learning to be slow, learning disability, mm. um, autism across the spectrum. And we have um, the last one she said, neurological or sensory. And that has to do with when the impairment affects any of the senses. So under that, we have persons who are visually impaired, persons who are hearing impaired, other words called blind or deaf. So, and you have deaf blind. Those are people who have both visual and hearing impairment. Okay. Yes. So that those are the broad categories of disabilities or types of dis- disabilities mm. based on impairment. All right. You quite explained what um, uh, disability is, and you, you spoke about society. Uh, what are the different ways in which uh, the society? may view or interact with persons with disability that can result in their exclusion or inclusion in our society. Okay, so um, I'm going to join um, the thinking. There's something that we call, and you'll see that that's the next question. So there's something that in the disability community, of course, we have intellectuals and they have um, done some research and they've categorized the perspectives that people have of disabilities or the thinking that people have of disabilities as models of disability. So... Um, the way a person sees or perceives disability is one way the person can be a can um, exclude a person with disability. And in the next episodes, we'll talk about some myths and misconceptions of disability. But coming back to the models of disability, the first one that is really prevalent is what we call the charity model of disability. Okay. Charity and welfare. Uh-huh. And what that does is that it um, people perceive disability as largely welfare. So this person should be on the down where I am the benefactor of that person. And um, and just to put out there that as I begin to explain all these perspectives, none of them is wrong. But as soon as um, the thinking begins to limit that person's activity, restrict that person from being fully participatory in society, 
then we begin to have an issue with it. You, you, you mentioned uh, prevalence yes. uh, and the type of disability. That th- let's come down to the states here, maybe the states. Yeah. So before we do that, if it's okay, I would like to talk about the four prototypes and tell you. Okay. Um, yes, the most prevalent, and you will be able to tell by them I describe mm. them. So that first one, which I talked about, the charity model. So think about someone who is begging on the street. The position of that person is always on the ground, arms stretched out and asking for help. Mm. So what it does is that it puts persons with disabilities in the position of always being helpless and being objects of pity. So anybody who has that kind of thinking definitely would interact as a person with a person with disability on that level, no matter how the person tries to or the person proves that I'm beyond your charity gap, not a charity mm, case. Mm. The other way of thinking or perspective that people have of disability is what we call the medical model. That one is more curative. So it doesn't matter how that person achieves, you should be cured. So that one is very um, a challenge because what it does is that it limits persons from disabilities from living their lives fully because they're so focused on getting well. Mm. And we, you know that we're very religious in our society. Everybody is spiritual. So that is where a mother would rather not take her child to school when that child has the right to education. But we'll be going from one crusade, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Okay. But like I said, when your way of thinking or seeing disability begins to limit that person from fully participating in life, then we have an issue. Mm. Then a third one, which brings society into play, is what we call the social model. And all of these concepts of disabilities came as we began to study more and see that disability was just not a health condition that has to do with human development, it has to do with public health, that it also has to do with the rights of persons. And so the second model now brings society into the picture where it says it's not just about the impairment, but it's what society does that aggravates or removes barriers to this person with disability. So the social model focuses on removing barriers to disabilities. So, for example, attitudinal barriers, physical barriers, it puts that on society to do right by that person. Mm. So, for example, if I'm coming into this premises and it's upstairs and I can access this, then I'm beginning, and then then it it behoves on the organisation to ensure that I have access to be able to get to where I need to get to. And so, the next and the last one is the rights model. And what that does is that it now brings disability thinking into systems so that it's not just individuals who are removing barriers, but it is institutionalized and put into our systems so that it's not about if I feel like it's that person's right to be able to get into that. And in the disability community, we really hinge on the rights model because it allows for structures and policies and laws that will now enforce or ensure that the rights of these people are over 30 million in nigeria are protected and promoted and uh, I, that's brilliant if you are a person uh, with disability uh, listening to us right now it's pertinent it's very important that you pay close attention to what's going on we'll, we'll take a, a very quick one to bring you a good message uh, and we'll be back to talk about some of the things around uh, disabilities and perception mostly that our people have about people uh, with disabilities in River State, in Nigeria, in extension. Stay here. Do not touch it out. Dear leader, dear political leader, whatever position that federal, state, or local government, remember that democracy is governments of the people, for the people, and by the people, and persons with disabilities are people too. Protect the rights 
rights of persons with disabilities by ensuring disability mainstreaming in your agenda. Make and implement existing laws and build an inclusive society for all. A better and progressive Nigeria is an inclusive Nigeria. A better and progressive state is an inclusive state. supported by a program really sponsored by Fred Care Foundation and I have Freki Andresian right here. I also have Angela Njoko, Angela Njoko uh, representing this great organization. We're looking at rights uh, and privileges of people uh, with disabilities. I'm trying so hard. If you see the mental picture I'm painting in my head to put out the leaving <laughs> out of this conversation. Uh, I, I, I've learned one thing this morning and that's very, very key. I'll leave it with it uh, for as long as I leave here. Uh, right. Uh, it, it, we're still here uh, conducting this uh, conversation. I'm going to open up the phone lines, but not now. I'll ask some uh, very few questions, key questions, and then I'll open up the phone lines for you to participate, have a say in the discussion that we're having this morning. Before I come to Angela, I'm going to come to you, uh, Frankie. You have talked about perception, perception, perception. You, I know you, you hopped on it a few times, but I, I want in concrete detail how the perception of people living in River State about people with disabilities, how bad is it? Okay, so um, when it comes to River State, um, the prevailing um, perception that people have of disability is of the charity way of thinking, mm. where they consider that people with disabilities should just be charity cases. In fact, the organization is taking on a research to um, really check if that is the thinking that people have. So we're going to be doing um, a research um, to 
um, persons with disabilities to see the knowledge they have, um, the awareness they have, and the attitude that they have towards disability and persons with disabilities. And once we conclude that research, we'll also um, be able to put forward to see the level of awareness that people have in state mm. yes, on disability and disability rights. Um, but with respect to um, the thinking, you know, across those four models that I just expressed earlier, that's the charity, the medical, the social, and the rights model, the key one that we've seen prevalent. And it also actually shows in the attitude, even up to government, mm. on how they deal with issues around disabilities. Because a lot of times we have one of um, interventions where you just come and you share rights. And I repeat that there's nothing wrong with any of these models, but where they begin to infringe on the rights of the persons, then we begin to have a challenge with it. So the prevailing um, way of thinking that we have around is the charity model the other one that it comes close is the medical model that one is really it happens a lot in the family space um where it's all about get well first or mm-hmm. get better first and i'm like this thing you got tail so <laughs> so so those are the two things that we see around all right um, All right, so uh, quickly, uh, Angela, uh, let me come to you. Uh, what, what do you think will be the preferred uh, approach to uh, viewing people with disabilities? The best approach should be the right model. The best approach should be the right model. Okay, which is? Where everybody in the society is being seen as the same. Mm. No pity, no um, charity case here. Everybody should just be in a... Uh, Everyone is perceived to be in the right way. But it, wouldn't that wouldn't that put Pete the person, the uh, person with disability, at a disadvantaged position? Let, let me tell you how. For instance, someone with visual impa- impairment uh, walks into uh, not provided the uh, the right amenities to function properly as a human being uh, with the society that we're in. Are you telling me not to have pity or help out that person? If everything, let's say structure-wise, everything is being... But we do not have it now. That's 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 the, the challenge that we have. Yes, and if I can jump in, I'd like to say that um, ignorance of the law is not an excuse okay. anymore. Mm. So in creating awareness, we are saying this, that you must begin to think inclusion. That a person with disability hasn't come across you doesn't mean that a company cannot be be, begin to put in policies we call them inclusive policies where you are intentional about inclusion that's the language we need to speak so i have said that while we are advocating that the right of persons with disabilities is key that it doesn't erode the area of the welfare of a person with disability Mm. so to answer your question where you have not provided the amenities it is the right thing to do to ensure that that person is assisted it is not pity. All right. It is still you doing right by that person. Okay. So, uh, okay, that's not pity. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, all right. Okay. I, I just wanted to be clear on that. Time to open up the phone lines for you to jump in into this conversation and then have your say. A pretty much easy question uh, for you listening to us this morning. You might have one or two relatives 
who are leaving with uh, who are uh, with disability <laughs> with disabilities this morning and hey uh, do you think we're doing right by the way we uh, perceive and the way we think by the way we look at people uh, with disabilities in our society what are we not doing rightly as a human as human beings as citizens of the federal republic of nigeria what should the government how do we persuade government to do more to do the right things because these are laws passed on by government and if we see government officials government institutions um, mdas violating contravening some of these laws how do we then put them right into doing what is right? 0708-029-5995. But the numbers to call this morning, 0708-029-5995 and 0907-084-9073. You can send a text message to... 0702-500-2007 when you do call in please stay away from your radio sets please uh i wouldn't want us to repeat this as we go on no uh it, it wouldn't sound well that we are constantly repeating that you stay away from your radio set so you don't damage our ears. Mm. Uh, the 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 the, the uh, consultation fee for a doctor now is very expensive. Very mm. high. <laughs> I don't I don't want my ears damaged. We don't so, want frequencies we cannot hear again. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, right here in the studios we have uh, representatives from uh, Fake Care Foundation and have Fake Care. Uh, Andrew Essien and Angela Njoko. It's been a very fruitful conversation so far. Fruitful? Yes. I've learned one or two things today. In fact, I'm blown away uh, by the knowledge that I'm getting today. First off, I learned that I shouldn't associate uh, disability with leaving. I should just throw that away uh, off the window or off and then uh, embrace the fact that it's disabilities. It's with disabilities. People with disabilities are not leaving with disabilities. As we await the calls and the text messages to flood in, let's look at something very uh, prevalent in this part of the world. There are myths everywhere. Myth that, uh, for, for example, let's uh, talk about uh, the myth that <laughs> that people who, uh, uh, especially people who live with a bind, uh, you know, uh, in some countries in Africa are used for something uh, ritualistic, uh, all right? So let's begin to disprove that. Okay, so Cosby is in a real hurry, and um, that is our second episode, which is Myths and Misconceptions. We will still talk about that. Let's breathe. Of of disability. Mm. And um, I would have liked to quiz Cosby to know if he really now understands disability Mm. and then there's something that i want to say to the general public because a lot of times we we disassociate ourselves with the responsibilities of others and it's easy for us to jump and talk quickly about the government Mm. and i just want to mention that when it comes to the issues around disabilities we must begin to understand that you don't need to wait for disabilities in your family or to be close to you in proximity 
for you to be intentional about inclusion. My message to members of society, especially those who offer public service, mm. is to understand that you cater to a dynamic and a diverse citizenry. And you must understand that children with disabilities must go to school. Mm. Persons with disabilities will come to the hospital. Persons with disabilities should be gainfully employed in civil and public service in state and federal levels. Understanding this begins to make you a better person when you are when we're talking inclusion. And um, um, because a lot of times it's easy for us to say, oh, government is not bringing laws or government is not doing laws. Mm. But the other thing I say is when the government does bring the laws, it comes back and behoves society to ensure that these laws are implemented. Because I've said it before, ignorance, ignorance of the law is not an excuse. Sure. One of the things that we're going to be doing in the course of this program, and I really encourage you that on Parliament every third Thursday, mm that you tune in is that we're going to break down what some of these laws are. We're going to bring you the statutory laws that are prevalent or are that um, we hold in in Nigeria and even in river states that protect the rights of persons with disabilities. We're going to even discuss what these rights are so that we begin to become aware. So in understanding disability and one of the myths um, he talked about is um, um, the ritualistic um, attachments to, for example, persons with albinism. Um, it is a myth, it's a misconception. doesn't matter how much of the melanin that the person with albinism doesn't have, it will not help your sacrifice. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it will not even cure the HIV you're sacrificing for, it will not bring you money. So, so I hope I've thrown that out of the window. Mm. We're going to bring a lot more of that next um, episode. All right, all right, before we uh, draw the close, and then uh, say our bye-byes. Uh, this message here is coming from John. It says, my mother uh, lives with disability. That's uh, the, the way the text message came. Uh, I, I want to know how uh, she can get help with your organi- organization. Uh, she's going to mention that uh, because that's uh, our next stop. Uh, you know, uh, when someone say, I want to get help from Fake Care, how do they contact? How can we reach Fake Care? How can we, uh, you know, do business? How can we talk with them? How can we work with them? How can we support them? Okay. So, like I said earlier, when it comes to issues around disability, we have our thematic areas and we would not step out of those thematic areas. So, we engage with the persons to know what the needs assessment may be and we're able to do referrals or linkages if it's something that we cannot cover. We would never take on what we cannot cover mm. because I've seen that when people associate with persons with disabilities, we tend to jump to conclusions. But the first thing I'll tell the young man is, when you say help, what does that mean? It's a very broad term. And one of the ways that you can best know how to help your mother. I will let you go on. Let's take this call. Hello. Good morning. Uh, Radio Chief of Wish 99.5. Good morning. Good morning. Engineer I. you're welcome. That you are our guest in the house. Good morning. Sister, thank you. Thank you. Um... Um, I've heard what they are saying. Um, uh, I want to advise the, the governor of River State, Kubara, to employ the, the service of uh, this young man and woman, woman, a man and woman, to be in the cabinet so that they can uh, understand what the, is their problem. So that's my advice to the governor. Let him employ as the two of man and woman as a commissioner in his cabinet. 
Thank you very much uh, for your contribution this morning. You were saying? Yes, thank you very much for that contribution. And what he said is true. Nothing about us with this, uh, about us without us. Mm. So what you're saying is very true. This is a new lease on the government of River State. So it is important for him to have persons with disabilities in his cabinets, either special advisors or having a commission for persons with disabilities, or also repealing the existing law. Or comes or that repealing the existing laws or domesticating the um, federal law mm. to ensure that the rights of persons with disabilities in River State are upheld. The truth is, of the matter is that River State, and I can say it anywhere, is not an inclusive state. Really? Uh, no, they are still far. The journey is very far. We do, we still... I will, I will get you to explain, elaborate I will, on this. And I will elaborate day. it with Jesus' joy and all the joys <laughs> you can bring. Because when you still see um, disability intervention as individualistic, you can't go far. But when you see it right space, and I'll give an example. Mm. A company wants to employ persons. The rights of persons with disabilities when it comes to public announcements of vacancies is that you must make sure that the numbers of persons you're employing are at least 5% of persons with disabilities. Now that covers a population of people. Okay. When you make it individualistic, you limit it to one person. And that's where we still are. Mm. You can't continue like that. You can't go to a place and you see one graduate who is a person with disability and you bless the person with millions. That ends there with that person. What happens to the other persons with disability society? We're trying to encourage that you begin to see persons with disabilities as viable members of society. Mm. So you employ them and give them employment. And that way you have empowered them to have earning ability. Mm. Their livelihoods are improved. We have to change our thinking. We can't continue to stay where we are or else we'll, it will become like a burden to everybody. So you do propagandas and you want it to go on the first page of the news where, oh, this one did 50. What happens to the other people and 50 million or 10 million will finish if that person doesn't have a source of livelihood? So we need to step away from some of this. Um, um, and, and honestly, um, I repeat, if you are blessed to do that, enjoy. But where you're in a position that you can empower so you're for example let's say the Ministry of women affairs is doing an empowerment program for women now a lot of times what happens is that i want to just try to do specialized programs those are good but if you have a program where you're empowering women one of the things you can say is that if we're empowering women so and so at least five percent ten percent should be women with disabilities you're doing a lot already so that's the thinking that's a way forward and i really like what sa said in this new cabinet to make a difference one of the things they can do is ensure that the structures in government are there so that the voices of persons with disabilities are heard across the different MDAs mm -hmm. so that it is more inclusive. So, for example, in Ministry of Health, they want to do something and they ask, how can we ensure this is inclusive? Now, that is the conversation that we're talking about. For example, Primary Health Care Management Board, we did an advocacy to them. And one of the things they said is that the, the current model primary health centers in river state and one of the things that they ensured to do was make sure that they were accessible and that's good information to have the model ones <laughs> so that they are accessible and one of the things that we intend to do in the area of health in partnership with even the obiopa is to put on stickers to show that um those PHCs, those primary health centers, we say that they are disability friendly. So some of these things begin to change the mindset of people. So I'm hoping that this really helps. I really like that contribution. And back to the young man who talked about his mom. Mm. So you do not want to make assumptions. We see too many assumptions. 
have a conversation with your mother as regards to what this help you think it is is needed because what i hear is a woman who is probably advanced in her, her age which is what people don't realize that disability is the like it's part of the life cycle but i have it now but as acquired as a young person but as acquired in mid-age you age will catch up with you so when you are building your upstairs in the village know that you may live in the downstairs True. of your village True. at the end of the day so engage with your mom to find out what exactly it is she needs in this later advanced stage of her life is it just um, palliative care what exactly would this help be um, and that's what you do but the way i hear it i hear that you have an advanced mom who in her aging has become a person with disability. Mm. The number one, the responsibility of care of any aged or elderly in this country comes back to the parents. That's where we are at. So your siblings would have to take care of your mom. And then if it is what kind of disability, then you give her the required assistive devices to ensure that she has some level of independency. So those are some things. So that help has to be defined. And that is by engaging with um, well, the mom. And, and I'd like to say, never assume that you know the needs of a person with okay. disability ask engage with the person um just so on the lighter note why i'm saying this there was a young man who came and met me in church and he said oh there's a lady with disability on my street and i want to help her and i asked a simple question what help does she need and he was like eh, she's a person with disability now mm. i said okay number one do you know her name he was he was wondering why we're going down this line of conversation have you talked to her before and as far as he was concerned eh She's a person with disability, she needs help. I told him, okay, let me give you another assignment. She's your neighbor, obviously, because you see her every day. Have a conversation with her and find out, at least know her name, ask her what she does. Honestly, he came back, he was like, whoa. So basically, why he saw her was because every morning, she's coming out to go to work and go about her business. And so his help, which he was thinking, oh, was very myopic. <laughs> she didn't, in fact, in the long run, he needed her help. So I just... <laughs> so don't just look and assume you have no idea <laughs> and so engage with people have conversations <laughs> thank you all right engage with people have a conversation is there uh, any reach how can people can contact uh, you and all of that how can people can reach you anyone listening to us right now all right so um with respect to our website um you can go to www.faycarefoundation.org and fake care is F for, let me use food, F for fish, A for apple, E for egg, C for cup, A for another apple, R for rabbit, and E for egg. That's fake care. Mm. So www.fakecarefoundation.org. That's our website. If you want to reach us by email, that's fakecarefoundation.info at gmail.com. All right. Um, Angela, uh, and, okay, you're not done. Yes. And then our social media um, um pages on facebook we have it's just type fake air to come out instagram type fake air to come out um twitter fake air underscore org org to come out then numbers to call we have um zero eight one three two zero zero two one five eight you can go for that again. yes you can go for that you can also call zero eight zero three seven one zero nine two eight five or you can call zero nine zero seven four two three seven three one um it, it quickly uh faith uh, uh angela and Jocko, uh I, I, as we close 
your uh, parting shots? What would you want our listener to have uh, as the closing? As if they've forgotten everything you you said today, what should they take home? They should always remember that persons with disability should also be included, especially for the government. All right. They should be included in whatsoever they are doing. The job, buildings, everything. Give us that access. Give us that freedom. Give, just make us to, to be included in everything you're doing. All right, Freke and Joe, uh, Etienne, your, your parting shots. Okay, for this episode, which is understanding disability, uh, mine would be understand disability, engage with persons with disabilities, and do your own part in being inclusive. You have a role to play. You are part of society. So do the need for one of the things you can do is even by understanding disability. And so that's my message. And then um, do some thinking. Ask yourself, how am I perceiving disability and if you are still on charity i encourage you to step forward and begin to see that persons with disabilities have rights it's very important that you look at it from the perspective perspective of that every human even people with disabilities do have rights and it should be respected thank you very much angela and Jocko, for your time here on radio and then freki andrew Asien, uh, representing both representing Fikir Foundation, thank you very much. Thank you, Kos. Hoping that uh, next month, uh, Thursday of third week, yes. uh, we're going to have even more enlightening uh, episode here. I enjoyed it, every bit of it. I don't, I wouldn't want you to leave, but hey, uh, our shows must go on. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, you've made my day. Uh, 12 o'clock, we'll bring you the world news, and after that will be the midday flow. Stay here. Do not touch the dial. This is where we draw the curtains for uh, the Parliament on radio. It makes a return tomorrow, but the pigeon version of it will be handled by Santa Boki. All right? My uh, stay here will come to an end. I mean, for today. I'm still around, uh, dotting some I's, crossing some T's. I won't, I'm not going away. Stay here. Stay tuned. Dear leader, dear political leader, whatever position a federal, state, or local government, remember that democracy is government of the people, for the people, and by the people, and persons with disabilities are people too. Protect the rights of persons with disabilities by ensuring disability mainstreaming in your agenda. Make and implement existing laws and build an inclusive society. A better and progressive Nigeria is an inclusive Nigeria. A better and progressive state is an inclusive state. Think inclusion. Plan inclusion and be inclusive. This message is brought to you by Vega Foundation, supported by Disability Rights Right to the Fox of Disability Rights Initiative. program coming to you live every third Thursday of the month on Wish FM 99.5 by 10.30 a.m.
program is brought to you by Faker Foundation and her partners. Disability rights are human rights too. Disability Rights Initiative Program Treat. Autism has never 